Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. And he was afraid and said, How awesome is this place! This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. Alleluia, Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia, Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia, Christ is risen. The Lord In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. I don't know what to say. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Indeed, the Lord is risen. He is not dead. He is the living God. He is the risen Lord. He is the victory over sin and death. Revelation 1, 17 to 18. When I saw him, I fell at Jesus' feet as though dead. But he laid his right hand upon me, saying, Fear not, I am the first and the last, and the living one. I died, and behold, I am alive forevermore, and I have the keys of death and Hades. Amen. Death is no longer the final word in this world. Jesus Christ, who is life and salvation for all who believe in him and call upon his name, is the final word in this world. His word is forgiveness and eternal life. And we have his promise in John 11, 25 to 26, Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live, and whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. That is the promise of the risen Lord. Death, which is a consequence of sin, which was introduced into this world by whom? By my brother and sister who are here today. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do that. We introduce sin into God's creation. We introduced its consequence, suffering and death. But the Lord Jesus Christ has such a love for us, such a love for you, that he came into this world seeking you, that death need not be the final word over you, but that eternal life could be the final word. The word of God himself. And this is the promise that he makes. He says, I am resurrection and I am life. He who believes in me, though he die, 
yet shall he live, and whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. This is the good news of the risen Christ. This is the good news of salvation in his name. Does anyone know what the very next verse is in the Bible? John eleven twenty seven. I know you're all saying, you know, I just read that this morning. <laughs> when I skipped breakfast because I was fasting. Right after Jesus says, I am the resurrection, I am life. He who believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And he that liveth and believeth in me shall never die. The very next verse, Jesus says to Mary or Martha. I'm not sure. I didn't read the passage this morning. <laughs> but it was either to Mary or Martha, the sisters of Lazarus. He said to one of them, do you believe this? Do you believe this? And so he is asking us today, do you believe this? Now she answered, yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, he who is coming into the world. Is that our answer? Is that why we are here today? Because we believe that Jesus Christ is the answer to sin and death? That he is God's answer for you and for me? He asks the question, do you believe this? If you believe this, say amen. Amen. Sound like Baptists. <laughs> if you believe this, then who would you tell? Everyone, if you really believe this, you would tell everyone. Everyone would need to know. Everyone would need to know because the answer to sin and death has come in the flesh and he has a name and his name is Jesus Christ. Would you not want the whole world to know? Yes. Amen. From the mouths of babes. <laughs> and let me translate for her. For her, She said, Father Michael, no mere man's uh, spoken through you, but I saw the Holy Spirit come down. That's what she was saying. Right? Yeah. None of you believe it, but my mother's right. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> my wife's saying, no, it's not. But if we believe this, we would tell everyone. What's the last thing that you evangelized? Was it a good movie? Did anyone see a great movie and then you went out and told people, you've got to see that movie? Or did you evangelize uh, American Idol? Any Caleb fans here? Right? Do you watch American Idol? Oh, that's stupid. You should watch it. <laughs> See, we're not afraid to evangelize American Idol. Anyone been to the dollar menu at McDonald's lately? It is fantastic. You have got to go there. 
I love McChickens, right? We'll evangelize all kinds of things. How many people in this past week have you told that the doors of this church were going to open? Raise your hand if you told someone. Keep your hand up if you also told them that Jesus Christ is risen from the dead and came to save them from sin and death. <laughs> at, at least you're honest. <laughs> the couple of you that did, amen. God bless you. Amen. See, we evangelize a lot of things except what the world needs the most, which is the good news of Jesus Christ. If you believe Jesus Christ is God's final word over sin and death, say amen. amen. Okay, then why do you keep sinning? I mean, if you really believe that he died on the cross and rose from the dead and he is now master over your life, why do you keep sinning? That's true. Maybe that's why I keep sinning. But guess what? The good news is that he always forgives. He always forgives. So come home to him because he's there waiting for you. Do you know what the most precious thing in all of creation is to our Lord Jesus? The tear of repentance. When we say, I'm home, Lord. If we truly believe it, then it must have a significant change in our life. It's supposed to impact us so that we go out and make changes. I remember years ago when Rocky IV came out. I was inspired. I wanted to go to the gym, shave my head, dye it blonde, so I look like Drago. Right? I, I was inspired, so I wanted to make a change. What do you mean, who's Rocky? <laughs> right? If we truly believe Jesus Christ is Lord, then we should want to make a change we really believe he is God's final word in this world, then we're going to make a change. How many of you, if your friend had the cure to cancer, and you had cancer, and everyone you knew had cancer, would keep that secret to yourself, that there was the cure? None of you, right? Well, guess what? You're going to die. And every one of us is going to die. And I'm going to die. But our friend has the cure. And that friend's name is Jesus. He is the cure to death. He is the gate to eternal life. And so we must share this good news. We must make it known. It must have a change in our life. How glorious that we are here today to worship the Lord. But we must worship Him in our hearts as well. And then we must go out that door and worship Him by serving others. We are called to serve. Jesus didn't entrust this church into our hands for us to rejoice for a day, but to worship Him in the Mass to receive him into our hearts and to make him known in the hearts and lives of other people 
who so desperately need Jesus. As many of you know, this church was served by the Franciscans from its inception until the time that it closed. St. Francis, in the story of his life, is said to have been praying before an icon of the crucifix in a forsaken church, a church that had been abandoned, closed. And as he was kneeling and praying before the icon of Christ crucified, he heard the voice of Jesus say, Go, Francis, and repair my house, which, as you see, is falling into ruin. Francis believed the Lord was asking him to repair the actual structure or of the forsaken church. But the Lord was actually calling him to something even greater, and that was to be a voice of healing in the life of the church and in the hearts of men. There is no sense in opening this church if we are not going to take the message out these doors and into the world to make a change in the hearts and lives of all people. Repair my house, which as you see is fallen into ruin. We must worship the risen Christ in the church, yes, but we must also worship him in our hearts and we must also make him known in the hearts of lie and lives of others. This is our mission. And what I'm going to ask of each and every one of you today is to come back every Sunday. No. <laughs> what I'm going to ask is that you either join us in this mission of reopening the doors of this church, but then going out those doors to make the risen Christ known in French Hill and in this city and beyond. Or if you already have a church, that you remember us in your prayers. That you remember us in your prayers. That just as Christ has resurrected this church, that He will resurrect in this culture, the good news of his holy word, which is so needed in the hearts of every man, woman, and child. Alleluia, Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia.